All right, PKN 469. No Woody. No Woody, because he is uh, adventuring off with his real friends. Um, <laughs> they're, uh, they're doing some sort of uh, motorcycle man, evil can evil ride or something. I don't know what he said, but... <laughs> Uh, out of out of pocket, out of mind, as I like to say. And, Indeed. Uh, Can yeah. you imagine if we tagged along how much we would ruin the fun with his real friends? <laughs> I, like, I, I like to ride my bike, but not at all like they do. Not at all like they do. No, you're um, a road boy, which I think I'm is Not even that. Like, like, I just like to putt around. I use it like a, I don't know, like I drive my fucking car. Like, if I just want to go to the store or, I don't know, it, it, I'm not trying to use it to adventure in. So hope he uh, doesn't break anything this time. But yeah, he should be back. In a he learned his life. lesson. Do you how did the motorcycle become for you something where like now you're saying like, ah, it's been two weeks. I, I should hop on the motorcycle or are you oh, still doing it shit. pretty regularly? Um, I, I ride it pretty regularly a couple times a month, three times a month or something like that. But, you know, I'm not I don't care. I've I, I have no shame about uh, failed hobbies. That's that's how you find out what you like and what you don't like. Let me tell you That's what true. I really don't like. I learned I'm bad at archery. I fell down the stairs about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and uh, like... You doing okay? Yeah. Like I ate dinner in here last night playing Baldur's Gate. So I, I grabbed my dinner plate and the fork mm -hmm. and um, two of these, two empty like glass glasses. And uh, I'm holding them like a tray in my left hand and in my right hand. I don't remember what I had, but I had something in there too. Mm. And I got almost there. The dogs are all waiting for me at the bottom of the steps. And I'm going to say it was on step four that my heel flew out from under me. And I landed oh, on no. my ass and just started going all the way to the bottom. But all the glass went flying out of my hands and just shattered at my feet. <laughs> and it and all the dogs splashed. running around. They ran. Well, first of all, um, Rocky runs up the smart one. And and grabs a little bit of crust of something and runs off with it. He's got it now, <laughs> like the last dinner. And then the rest of them ran in terror. But I cut my goddamn ankle on a plate somehow. I was like, oh, look, a little speck of blood. And then it just starts flowing. The whole bottom of my foot's covered in blood because I didn't bother to stop and make it stop bleeding. I just kept walking around cleaning the goddamn glass. It's, it's not a big cut. It's like the size of, I don't know. It doesn't but, take a lot from a glass cut to bleed a bunch. It just goes deep. It just it sort of shaved off a little, yeah. little chunk of of me. So clean that mess up. And then I came right on up here. So I'm in a great mood. I'm feeling. <laughs> you're, I'm you're feeling doing dipper. good. Are your socks feeling bloody? I was no socks, no socks. I was in my, uh, I was in my flip flops, just in some sandals. Uh, I usually just wear those around the house anyway. Um, and I don't know. It was, Dude, I'm it on was a, a tremendous run of not falling down the stairs. It has oh, been years since I've taken a tumble. You hold the rail, or what do you do? You I'm gotta, just good, man. I'm damn. I, I know right where the next step's gonna be. Ba 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 ba. Eyes closed, jogging up and down. Uh, but it is humiliating when you do slip on the stairs. But at least you were four into it, so it wasn't like eleven nope. stairs up being really humiliating. I was going down, to be fair. But but yeah, I, I feel you. I've fallen from higher. Yeah. Um, what I was, yeah, you I was can't fall hurry. going up the stairs. That's very elderly. I've That's done it very before, but thing. it's it, but it's more of a laugh when you do that. It's like your foot slips out from under you. This I was, I was running down in that way where I'm landing on my heels, like boop, 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 just like letting my heels catch. Like every the way time. autistic kids run. Yeah, kind of, kind of, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> just running around on the, the the ball of your heel for no reason. Well, you know, I'm like catching the stairs. Like every step is a new stair going down. Bup, 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 just sort of, and then sort of doing this silly dance as I went down them for the dogs. And then my heel just slipped out from under me. And man, that fucking hurt. That was a, so it's been a fun morning so far. I, uh, <laughs> fun morning at 7 yeah. p.m. where you are. <laughs> well, you got to keep in mind, I stayed up rather late last night playing Baldur's Gate. Uh, I, I, I was up till four and then I slept from like four until like almost 11, 11 a.m. Yeah. So it still feels a little bit. That's bit not like very overindulgent. That's fine. Seven hours. Um, to, yeah. It was that game's really fun. I'm get every every time I play it, I, I like it more. The when I first tried to get into it, I played for maybe an hour. And I was like, eh, mm -hmm. okay. It's and a then, lot to every, take in off the first playthrough. It's it's, it's so, so new. Yeah, that that the I, I we played Diablo just previously, so I'm used to that viewpoint of being sort of top down mm -hmm. and controlling the character with the mouse, just clicking where you want him to go. 
but the turn-based co- combat was was not my was not my style at first. I didn't like it, and also I just there was I was making so many choices that I knew that half of them had to be wrong. It's like, oh, do you what kind of cantrips do you want? What's a cantrip? Don't worry about that. Do you want a, some illusion <laughs> yeah. magic, or are you an eldritch knight? Yeah, or are you I more think it's of the, a the free spell you sentinel. get every turn, right? Yeah, are you yeah, more of a yeah. sentinel or an arachnophobe? Or what? Yeah, just click that one, and I'm just sentinel. making all these bad decisions, and I'm feeling like, ah, god damn it! But now I've got more of a grasp on it, and every time I've played it, I've liked it more and more. And, Are you uh, like going back and like starting new characters with like additional knowledge? Mm-mm. I think that I've seen a lot of people online doing that where they're like, oh, starting my eighth character after getting the mm-hmm. seventh one to level four or whatever, because I wanted to tinker and, and mess around and do a different race, different. Well, see, so you don't class. have to do that. So you don't have to do that. So you've got your main. This is the part that I still have a bit of a hard time wrapping my head around. There's really no reason to have a main character. Like you have the character you make at the beginning mm-hmm. that you think of as your guy. But he's not. He's just the guy you made. You've got dozens of guys, and you can focus on any one of them to to win the whole show or or make their storyline the important one. It's you've got I don't know how many companions there can be because you're finding them as you go. Mm-hmm. Right now, I've got like six or seven or eight. Any of the and they're all they're all already specked out to be like a fighter or a cleric or mm-hmm. uh, a wizard or whatever. <laughs> you can just respect them. You take them over to Withers and make them a new thing. They're still the same race. They're still the same person. So you can't change that part. But that barely matters. You just change yeah. everything else, make your wizard into a different wizard with better spells or a different kind of magic. And then even better than that, you can go to Withers again in the high and and you can order you can buy these things called hirelings, which are just new characters. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you want a new character? Yeah. Give me 100 gold. What are you going to do with it? Give it. He doesn't. Doesn't you just keep making new yeah. characters all the time? So there's no way I'm starting the story over from scratch this far into it. I'm st- I'm just at the beginning of Act Two, and yeah. it's like 50, 60 hours of playtime. God damn! Like this I, lo- I want to jump back into it and learn more, but that's good to know that it is kind of what you said initially, like Pokemon, where like you are building a team and you're like given additional team members for solo play, and then. My understanding is then you can be like kind of like Skyrim, except much more advanced. You can be like, all right, Lydia, get the hell out of here. I need uh, I need Rich, the the stealth archer now. I'm going to go grab him. Except for this, it's like you're assembling a whole team of four and you control all four of them and their spec distribution and stats, right? Yeah. Well, and, they, I guess and, there really isn't a reason to start a character over unless you're yeah, like the thing is that, bored of it. And, and, and really even thinking it like, like you just stated it is a bit limiting. It's really that you can have four characters on the field at a time and one of them has to be the character you began with. Those are the only rules. You can go solo. You can beat the game solo with no crew. Uh, but I always run around with four people because you create really good synergies. And, you know, they how would you win shit. solo? The like, developers then you'd, have you'd be fighting like because everything. The, uh, solo. So it basically you get literally one turn and then you watch eight goblins all do their thing and you have to mitigate that. And then you have your one little turn and then eight guys do their thing. That would be a nightmare. Your magic gets real strong later on. And uh, like my fighter, for example, gets three turns, gets three actions per turn without a buff. So you can buff it up to like six actions per turn. And if she's killing people every turn, she gets another turn. So she could just kind of go off and go huh. die 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 you over there die and <laughs> just like go on a go on a killing spree and what levels your your looks. main dude now everybody's five or six six i think six six you get really powerful around three or four uh it, you, you notice it's noticeable whenever you get access to level three spells uh and you can fly and jump super far and teleport con- every character can teleport um, and you throw down these big fireballs, these area of effect spells. Mm-hmm. I usually hate games with puzzles. <clears throat> I hate puzzles fucking puzzles. Tomb Raider. I hate fucking um, that fleshy game I played um, recently um, where, where it was all weird. There's tons of fucking turn this knob, pull this hose sort type of shit, and I hate fetch quests. And this shit has none of that. It has none of that shitty, annoying stuff. And no point where they like, Go kill 50 poisoned rabbits and bring me the livers. <laughs> Fuck, okay, because I've only found six so far. Go. Oh, you can't progress. 
You really need rat livers to progress the, the, this, this... No. Of course! They're in the furthest reach of the realm, and there's no teleport point. Good luck. Like There's oh, none fuck. of that. There's none of that. It's just like, hey, we got some problems. We should probably go kill the bad guys and investigate the temple. Uh, I did the most um, sort of investigate and like do the puzzle kind of shit that I've done so far mm -hmm. in Act 2 and a big temple and it was there was some indiana jones shit where you had to put swords in certain places to make a room glow but for the most part man it's just fun and a great story and i love the dialogue options i love that every playthrough that is, is going to be completely different it's not like one of those choose your own adventure books where we're all either ending up home or de either dead or alive you know it's, oh it's, i was it's, a it's, big time cheater in choose your own adventure books from the library in elementary yeah. school you save yeah. scum to read your own adventure? 100%. I'm like, you know, like fingers still on the page. You know, do I want to go into the I'm into the well later. or do I want to report it to the police? And it's like, I'm not reporting it to the police. And it's like, you fall in the well. I'm reporting it to the police. I, I, didn't, even, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even read what was going to happen. If it, if the, it bricks, the bricks under your knees come loose and you tumble into the cold darkness. You Man, good thing I was still... Later considering <laughs> about what I was going to do. Actually, Officer Morgan says that you're a... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. do you remember that stupid-ass Netflix movie they tried called Bandersnatch from years ago yeah. where it was Choose Your Own Adventure? I spent, yeah. like, three hours watching that when it came out, just, like, trying different things, just to see what the I different options were. The idea annoyed me. It's like... It, no, was, no, no. it was dumb. TV is your job. I sit, you do. <laughs> All right, yeah. video games is where I take part in the whole mix. I'm looking to relax and let you work. Uh, this, this is this is this is silly. I like. Yeah. I had ideas that I was like, okay, the characters being developed through my picks on this Netflix show. So maybe if I pick this choice first and then this second choice, that second choice won't result in me ODing or whatever, mm. or my dad finding my body like pumped full of oxy or whatever. And then you would, I would like go back and try that route and be like. It was I was genuinely like a couple hours into this movie before I realized like, oh, it's like Skyrim. No matter what I do, it's just one decision in that moment. It has nothing to do with the past yeah. ones. It's just what you're you going to the like same there. place. It's yeah, just, you're going to the same. What place. color shirt you want to wear? Pretty much. Yeah. I thought it was a cool concept, but you're right. Movies are, are meant to be enjoyed. When I'm when I'm playing Baldur's Gate and something really bad happens, I'm like, oh, we're going back. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back you have to I cheat every now and then yeah, you're cheating. supposed to every now and then uh one of your friends will just straight up die accidentally like fall into a chasm and it's like shit i didn't know i could get them back at first i thought i had to go back um but because they go in, normally they die on the battlefield like die yeah. die you can go over the revivification thing and boop, bring them back to life resuscitate them but if they fell in a my guy fell in a hole and it was just like into an abyss and they, he turned black and white on the screen, so you knew his character was dead. He didn't like he's not hanging on to roots down there. So you just lost him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turned out you can you can get him back. You got to go to camp and you got to talk to Withers again. Be like, hey, did you bring my pal back? Yeah, sure. Two hundred yes, gold for sixty rat livers. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were out, and I'll need a hundred blight blossoms from the Never Cave. No. It's like fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. I hate that so much. I, I remember. I remember. They'd be susser blooms. <laughs> They'd be yeah, fucking susser, susser blossoms. Dude, I, I remember uh, that game Destiny came out like 10 years ago almost and it was like a cool space shooter game where you could level up and whatnot and i played probably like 30 hours of it and like got to the max level and then it did that thing that every game does where it was like all right you know how up to now you've been ranking up by like killing things doing quests get ready because now the way you upgrade everything is collecting plants and pieces of metal and it's like you would walk around and it'd be like, oh, I found a, I found a rare bauble. And then you check the stats and it's like, oh, one of 260. And it's like, oh. fuck you. Like, how much time do I have to spend here? They should oh. really, every game should have a setting on it. And this is for people like with kids. You should be able to select an I'm a parent mode mm -hmm. on games. And it changes the XP to a way that they can still play. Because otherwise, 
these games have alienated huge amounts. Dude, the amount of like friends I have that have kids who just can't game enough to even get to baseline levels in a game like this now, they want to. And then they're like, well, it took two hours to update it. And then my kids started crying. And then I played 90 minutes. Uh, but most of that, that was, of course, it's a game in 2023. It was 82 minutes of dialogue and stories and video. And so yeah. I kind of got to watch a bad movie before bed. And it's like, yeah. okay, like, yeah, I totally empathize with that. Make it a selection. I'm an, a super online bro, hard as hell, casual or parent. They do that. They do that for the most part. In some, in most games, I'll say this one has I always play parent mode. This this one has three <laughs> difficulties. I definitely am not playing parent mode. Um, I, I I always pick somewhere in the middle, really, unless it's a, a special circumstance. I think this one has a mode called tactician. And I was like, nah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Nah. Uh, it's like the difficulty sliders when it's like, ah, that's that's too many skulls. I'm not going yeah. for this or, one. Yeah. Remember in Doom, he gets more and more, like he, he degrades. He looks rougher, bloodier, more gory. And by the time mm-hmm. you get to Nightmare or Ultra Nightmare, it's just, it's just a skull on fire. So the oh, flesh yeah. has been, been stripped away. They go from yeah, like that's... moderate difficulty, which is like, oh, that's like... <laughs> And that's like David Duke with a Nazi emblem on. And then they okay. go to extra hard and it's like an SS guy with a, a mask. And then the, the farthest, hardest one is like uh, Mecha Hitler. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm not I'm not going Mecha Hitler mode. I guess I'll I'll, I'll take on uh, David Duke difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I I've this game has been really fun, but I agree with you. It, it's a game that you couldn't beat in a goddamn night. There used to be games like that. Like I beat Halo three in a night, you know? I beat Halo yeah. 2 in a night. Uh, I'm glad that it's long. You're getting a ton for your money. There's no DLC. And there's no race. You know, there's no hurry to get done. If it were COD mm-hmm. or something, where that's where I agree with you. In a game like Call of Duty, where traditionally, you know, you had that little hurdle to ma- max your character out that took maybe a week, two weeks. And then you know you can play COD. You got all the you got your M16, your red dot, yeah. whatever the fuck you need. But if you were trying to take place and to to do like the seasons that they have in Call of Duty now as someone who has an hour a night. That would be lame as fuck. That'd be yeah. so lame. I would I'm glad there's no nothing to buy in this game. I'm there's I'm glad there's no buy buy boulder gold. Don't you need <laughs> your boulder gate silver coin obelisk bullshit to buy some capes <laughs> and stuff? No, I don't. I did buy the the fancy version that does come with a cape because Are you wearing a cape? cape. I'm wearing the cape. Yeah, okay. looks good. Looks good. Uh, so they have one microtransaction and you bought it. Well, it's not a microtransaction. It's like the pre-order game of the... It's the fancy version that comes okay. with all the digital shit. And I did. I wanted the cape. I, I, I bought the cape after I had already been playing the game for 40 hours. And I was like, you know what? Little girl deserves the cape. Because I always it, play as a lady. It's not a stat boosting thing. Not at all. It's a pretty okay, cape well, that I wear. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just a pretty cape. It's a pretty cape for my for, for my gnome lady. You always play men, which I think, I, and here's the thing, a lot of dudes are complaining because your companions will all flirt with you and try to fuck you, including the men, if you're a man. Really? And so everybody's like, dude, this, this bro, I thought he was my bro, but they tried to suck my dick. This is fucking horse shit. So I killed him. And it's like, bro, you're what? really ruining Dude, your that's called, over some bigotry. <laughs> that's called that's called team building. Like that's you know what? I, he gives me head, I give him head, and we're a happy team traipsing through the through the woods having a good so time. I, so I've only had sex once. Uh I had sex but with what about my, in the game? Um, oh, tons in the game. Tons oh, okay. in the game. It's a lot easier there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They they don't run. You the the get Yankee lady uh, came on to me though last night, and I was like, "Yeah, let's let, let's do this." I've been 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 investing into this uh, this green woman with a no nose for a long time now. Yeah, and terrible stamina, and she made fun of you. She actually was a little weird about it. Yeah, uh, she was like, "You will follow my lead," and it's like, We're not, "Really? What this is?" It got it became a whole like domination submission thing where uh, she was like can't remember i think she wanted me to eat her pussy yeah i think she wanted me to eat her pussy and i wanted to eat hers and she wasn't into it and there was a whole discussion about that and i had to convince her by rolling some dye (laughs) is is there 
Is there anything to gain on your quest? I had a D20 plus four, and I, and I ate her asshole. <laughs> got a D20 plus four. Got, got my whole fist in, in that, yeah. that goblin puss. <laughs> um, as far as I remember, there wasn't an advantage other than just progressing the story just and making achievements. Yeah. I think it's fun to watch. I mean, it's, it's pretty hot. And uh, I think that... Um, Are they really, they're have... really eating each other's pussies? You don't like see it, it's as it's like softcore porn. So you okay. see like a face like obscuring a dick, like sucking it. Yeah. Or just like her like pushing your face down to her crotch and you're like licking her stomach and like heading your way down. And then she's just like, Yes. Yes. Lick but my it's, goblin twat. It's tasteful though. They're not it's, yeah. I you see a there's I've never seen a game off the shelf where you see vulva. <laughs> you know, like, 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 like that's, that's the inside of her vagina I'm looking at, or, or, or I'm just like, ah, oh, look, that guy's not circumcised. <laughs> the genitals are absurd. Uh, Dude, my only I, complaint with like a genital thing in a game would be if they released the game and the game sucked and the quest didn't work. And it was like, how much time did you put on the dick and pussy portion of this? The quests yeah. don't work. But as long as the quests are working and it's not glitchy, who gives a shit if your companion yeah. wants to suck your dick? You can't you if they don't like it, can't they just say, no, you don't you can't suck my dick because we're professional. No and they, and, and, yeah, you say no in the organization. Good. Yeah. Yeah, you say no and it's, it, it's I guess good. it depends on what kind of ship you want to run, because honestly, I think you may have made a mistake there letting your character hook up with that goblin, because mm. now there is a a level of professionalism in your crew of mercenaries that has been lost. Now they're like a little emotionally connected. Now they're not going to mm. make those smart decisions. Oh, she when was clear. Shove. No, she was clear about that, that it's, it's, it's about her needs and, uh, and fulfilling them. And it's, it's about her and it's not about, Oh, me. okay. Well, and, you can always trust when women say that. Yeah. Well, she's, she's yeah. sort she's like a get Yankee woman. So she's extra liberal. See a long time ago, they stopped giving birth to live and started laying eggs and uh but but not all of them lay eggs like only some of them reproduce asexually that have been chosen to lay the eggs the eggs are enormous by the way you'll see that later on it's it's really causing calling a lot of things into question when you see an egg that's the size of like a Ooh. carrier seat for a child not a child size like like just coming out of its cloaca it's coming out of it it maybe their whole belly opens up like a cocoon and it it like rolls out and oh, they die. You're, I don't know. you're not selling me on this at all. I don't want to have sex with one. Well, of these not things. all of them do that. They do that asexually. That when they fuck, that's just for fun. And that's what she told me. She's like, imagine having to worry about becoming pregnant from sex. Like she had a whole like abortion line slipped in there, and I was like, Yeah, can you believe it? <laughs> I'm a total boss bitch and I'm 37 and I'm happy with my decisions in the she's, fantasy she's world. at least 370. Uh okay. no, I'm I'm loving Baldur's Gate. Uh it's a lot of fun. I wish there was a better multiplayer. I wish that your character could jump in with mine if they were the same yeah, level. I think I or did. an approximate mm. level. And uh, and maybe it would be like the way Diablo works, so that mm -hmm. you would just ride my story, even if you hadn't done the the prerequisites. But uh, they clearly weren't. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think so. Like if I started a game with you, that game, and you and I get to end of Act One, and then Scum or someone wants to jump in and play with us, he couldn't jump into that game with us. I don't know. I, I frankly don't know exactly. And and just to be cl clear, like the end of act one wasn't. It wasn't like a signpost where it was like a big cut scene. It's like you did it. You beat the act one boss. It was like I finally felt up to going across a bridge that leads you to the other section mm -hmm. of the game. And I did it. You know, it, there was no. When I tried to do it earlier, it was like the head will be perilous for a group of your power or something like that. And I was like. <laughs> Dude, the road behind me was shit stained. I'm if that the road ahead is worse, I'm I am going back. Like, like it was rough. There was a time early on where I was just getting my shit pushed in all the time. Goblin men and fucking werewolves were eating me up. But uh yeah, I, I like it and I can definitely see the uh why Dungeons and Dragons is so fun. Uh it's a yeah. game that really lends itself toward creative outside the box thinking. When you walk into a room, for example, in Skyrim and there and the room's full of coffins where a bunch of vampires are about to come out of the coffins, right? 
you yeah. lose, you reload, you go back. In this game, you can run around and grab every coffin and stack it up in a big pile next to a cliff and then trigger the cutscene. And then when the and then all the vampires are like, hey, uh, somebody, there's something on the on the door here. Really? <laughs> and you're just like, oh, really? Be shame if somebody pushed this big stack of coffins off the whoops. <laughs> like you can do silly, silly stuff. There's a scene where there's a, a ticking clock. Basically, a girl is in a cage yeah. that's on fire. I doused it with water immediately. My character makes water. So it's like, oh, I guess we have infinite time now. Take, take your time, boys. She's fine. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's not going to burn. I fixed it. You can See, really that would be fun. We should, the... we should do real D&D. We need to find a, what are they called? Dungeon a dragon, ma a dungeon master who can lead us through, take us on a good time. I would, as long as I had someone to explain to me and to like make it so I didn't have to worry about all the numbers and the all that shit, that would be a bunch of fun. As long as I only had to focus on joking around and and yes, yeah, like that's what I'm I would okay want if to I do. Have, if I have, if I need a scratch pad to know before I speak sure. if I can do a thing if there's something like that. Uh, but now that I understand what's going on, having played the game and having it do all the math and show me all the stats for me, I understand why your fake Dungeons and Dragons character needs a skill number. Like, why yeah. would you know how strong he is? Because we're gonna roll fucking die. I understand it now. So it's a lot more interesting to me. I like it a lot. Uh, anybody who is, um, I don't know, likes anything we just said, man, I really recommend this game. It's going to be hundreds of hours of fun. And um, I think it's going to be a Skyrim-like game where 10 years from now, people are still playing it because the mod, I'm, I'm guessing, I haven't looked at the mods yet, but I bet if, if you're able to mod this and if it has a modding community like Fallout and Skyrim do, it's going to be really cool. Oh, I like you'll be able just to do anything. Sub subjectively, uh I have a bunch of friends who all were playing Diablo and by the time season one came out, like they are normal guys. And so they're like, I, I have to start a new character. Like, fuck you. Like, and then they like all lost interest. Every single one of those guys is on the Baldur's now. Like nobody I know is playing Diablo after that Damn. season one thing. They fucked themselves so bad. That game had so much potential and th that was a spit in the face season. They one. had a, so they had a thing the other day where they had two of the developers live stream so you could see how they play the game. So they're playing on level one uh, difficulty, which is mm -hmm. which is so low that most people just skip it. They just go straight to two because yeah. it's better. No one does speed. one. Yeah. And they're level 50, their characters are. So godlike. A level 50 character can walk into a level 75 dungeon even if you're not good and mash one button and everything explodes in front of you yeah they, it was too um i won't make fun of their appearance but these two ladies uh were so bad at the game they died <laughs> in, they so in world one yeah and they were they were spamming like basically just b over and over and then every now and then they hit a like they had no concept of they didn't know how to play the game at, at a at a above like, like a two out of ten level was yeah. their experience level, and they, they weren't built... even like chaining their abilities to like make sure oh, that they always like have that. enough mana. And they were playing it like it's Crash Bandicoot or something, where you've got like the button that sticks your tongue out and the button that like hits, and then like the jump game. button. They they're playing like a three button game over here, yeah, and just really poorly, and they die. Damn, how'd they get picked? That's a bad move. You should have got the, you should have got the guy who's obsessed with it from the company, because I guarantee there's a tier four level one twenty there really? somewhere right are there i don't i i think that's what that that was the reaction that like it's like these are the people they picked to to play the game these people are work these are people are awful these are people who you can't if you if you explain to one of these people what the trouble that you're having they would have no concept of that even though yeah. they built the game they were level designers and uh dungeon designers but still they should know how to play the game yeah. dungeon designer integral. has to be the easiest thing ever is you figure it out four days into your assignment and then a year and a half later you make the color slightly different and change some of the rooms around times 100 and you go the project's done here's all of our so different dungeons they're not I, uh, all the same they don't even all have some of them have the same room layouts like it, yeah 
where you run through, it's like, oh, okay, I I know exactly. Okay, I come down here, I go through this door. There's going to be a door on the uh, on the top side and the bottom side. I go through the bottom side because I have to hit the people. That like it's so fucking formulaic. It's so yeah, I will not be going back to Diablo for a while. Well, they built Diablo to to keep players grinding forever because they they've got they've got the progression slowed way down, and they've got the these these season passes where they they try to keep you grinding for months and Mm -hmm. months on end, and it. And making new characters and and grinding more. And I saw the search uh, results for that game were down eighty seven percent or something mm. from 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 its peak. Meanwhile, Baldur's Gate is hitting new numbers every time. I think was eight hundred sixty thousand concurrent or nine hundred thousand concurrent. I didn't realize CS:GO is so goddamn big, dude. They they have over that now. Like right now, CS:GO yeah. just happens. To I, have- I've never played that in my life. And it is unbelievably it's one of those shooter games that like I don't think I could like I couldn't go play the people playing that have to be so fucking good that it's not even fun for like could you even jump in to Counter-Strike in 2023? I tried like four or five years ago and it was way too late. (laughs) (laughs) These people were way too fucking good because you got to keep in mind like that's that's the game that people like Shroud cut their teeth on a decade ago they've been playing it for so fucking long or, or, or different iter- iterations of it but yeah 1.1 1. 1 million players concurrently Why, like is it because it's just a super clean like shooter that it's so big that's like, what simple it looks- and like reaction time like a purist shooter maybe i that's what i take from it uh that's what i take from it but i don't know i don't I played it slightly more than you, and I don't know a ton about it. I know I don't love watching it, but what it looks like to me is is exactly what you just said. It's it's a really pure shooter, and uh, all I've ever seen is people just playing it at super high levels. And when you watch, you're just like, come on, did he mean to do that? And then he does it yeah. three more times in a row. And you're like, oh my god, why would I even bother? <laughs> There's no point. I'm not going to bother. It's, <laughs> it, it's, it's silly. It's like watching the Harlem Globetrotters like fuck around and then all right kyle you're in no <laughs> no <laughs> absolutely many, not am i going out there i bet if you and i replaced two members of the harlem globetrotters mm. we'd still win definitely right well, although because the washington because generals are set are, up <laughs> yes but and they're the not like generals- we play on the Washington. Gen- we we are the Washington Generals. Just no, there. They, no, it would be an impressive feat for the Globetrotters to be like bouncing the ball and like we're missing it, like giving bad passing <laughs> flat dribbles. Did you ever play basketball? Like, do you know how to play at all? I'm I terrible. know the rules. Um, I play pee wee basketball, but I'm real bad at it. I'm real bad at it. Uh, uh no. So no, no. I was no. bad too. My my coach when I was in middle school knew I wasn't good, but like he utilized me to box people out. He said, "Just box that guy out," and I got fouls all the time because I fundamentally didn't. I I thought you can kind of just box them, box them out, just keep just keep like pushing like, people poof, back. Poof, poof, poof. <laughs> yeah, that God, basketball was not a fun sport to play. I would always catch the ball poorly, and it would either jam my finger. Or it would like roll the skin away from the bottom of my fingernail, you know? And it's like it's like, oh and I don't want to catch it with your hands it. extended. Like, like John Jones finger like, poke. I, I guess, you know, I'm trying to catch and, and it would just jam into my fingers or it'd roll my just just I'd always get hurt in some way. And I wasn't good. I was never gonna make the shot and I wasn't gonna be able to <laughs> dribble it. Like all of the fundamentals I'm bad at. Dude, those not are so one important. of there isn't a single fundamental of basketball that I'm any good at. Meanwhile, baseball. I'm really good at catching and, and throwing. I can do both yeah. of those things real well. And then if we can just figure out how to hit a little, like, man, you can play. So, but basketball, I can't do any of that shit. I can't shoot. I can't eat my, my I can't do any of it. I was always so bad. I would just Did sort your dad of disappear take you to uh, like hitting practice to get you better at like hitting in baseball. Uh, we lived walking distance to the baseball fields. Oh, nice. Um, probably like a 10 minute walk uh half a mile a mile or something and so we just go up there and get in the batting cages and he'd throw to me a lot and then um you know in the yard too um i would do fielding and practice off the side of the house just throwing balls against the house and then and then catch them or he'd throw them as hard as he could so they take weird awkward bounces 
I played a lot of different positions. So there was times when I would do a lot of ground ball training and then kind of switched to pitcher for a while, well, for a long time and focused on that. Yeah, I, I remember when I was like, damn, probably like 11 years old or something. Uh, I think my dad must have been out of town or this wouldn't have flown. Uh, we were, we had a hockey net and shit in our driveway and it was like a decently like large flat area of the driveway. And so like, usually we would have to move the hockey net. So it wasn't so that if the puck missed that it didn't hit the house. But if you did that and faced it like towards the other side of the house, when you missed it, like sailed over it and down a hill and potentially into the woods. And it was a pain in the ass because you missed like one wrist shot. And it's like, well, that puck is potentially gone forever because it just went just right over it. And so we moved the net and I had my, my brother playing goalie and I would play goalie also switching off and we put the net right in front of the garage door. And oh. what that like gave me the confidence to do is like, I can rifle this puck, this street hockey puck, not a black rubber puck, this street hockey puck, like as hard as I want, because if I miss, it's just going to slam into the garage door and fall down. We're not going to lose the pucks. And so like the way a 11, 12 year old does, like we spend like three hours where I'm just like, like getting sweaty with the exhaustion of my wrist shots. Like, Rah! like in the, when a puck hits the garage door, it's reverberating throughout the whole garage. And I'm missing like probably one out of four shots because I'm trying to pick posts, pick corners. So I'm like, you know, okay, that's the way it goes. And it was like almost a, a fugue state. And then like I came out of it and like realized what I had done in that like the garage door was like so shitty. Like it looked like yeah. it had been shot. They all are. They're but so thin. Oh, it, it dented it. I, I didn't internalize how much I had dented it until I like walked closer to the garage door and like looked from the side and I could see just a mm. speckled pattern of dent, 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 dent. And my dad got onto me a huge amount for that. Didn't even get in that much trouble. I was just like, you know, you need to shoot the pucks in the basement if you're going to do that. So it hits off the unfinished concrete down there. So I went down there, started shooting, rifled it right through one of the basement windows into the pool area. I just, boom, just right through, shattered it. And then I, I replaced that with with cardboard. And it was like a couple months before I think my dad noticed that. I was like, did you break the, the window? And I was like, yes. And he's yep. like, well, I'm glad you fixed it. You know, uh, you, you kind of fixed it. Yeah, I, yeah. Man, we, we caused a lot of damage shooting hockey pucks in the basement, in the, in the yard. It's a very easy projectile to get going faster than you think. Yeah, I so. never broke any windows or anything. Uh, oh, I broke I, number. ever. I don't think I've ever broken a window. I started a lot of fires. I would start a lot of fires yeah, outside, I especially. Uh, you know, I like to go outside and, and burn things. Start start different sized fires. I always loved a good fire. Do you ever go magnifying going. glass fire? I there was an old TV that I took apart, and it they immediately found out that Kyle was in possession of the most powerful magnifying glass that any of the adults <laughs> like had the ever CRT heard of. TV, like boob tube screen. No worse. It was, it was for the time it was probably expensive ish, but it was like a flat screen, 55 inch, but it was the big thick kind. Like, it, yeah. It, so, so the front of it is actually a magnifying glass, a big plastic magnifying glass, a big rectangle. And so mm. when we're throwing the TV away, I think I like smashed the TV, then like the whole box came apart. And now you had this big magnifying glass, this little flexible piece of plastic that instantly started fires. Like it it was just like, boom, oh my God, it's on fire. It's like a ray gun. And they were like, Kyle can't have that. Kyle can't <laughs> have that. Do you see what Kyle has? Do you know that Kyle has this? Take it away from Kyle. <laughs> and, it, and, I, and they didn't store it until Kyle was old enough. They immediately threw it away because everybody realized Kyle can't have this. He's going to Kyle will never be old enough for this. I, I'm still not old enough for that magnifying glass for sure. Like, yeah, I'm nervous that you and Woody have those lasers. Like <laughs> growing growing up, the Christmas ornaments started at chest height because if you decorated below that, I would knock them the fuck off. So you just ruined Christmas. Well, I would the ruin the Christmas tree. Yes, I, I would just smash the baubles or whatever, just steal them, break them, whatever. Did you have uh, like Christmas food traditions? Like when you were doing the, I remember as a kid, my mom used to always make like chocolate fudge while we were doing mm. the 
the tree decoration. And even by the time like me and my younger brother and my youngest brother was like an actual baby, we were like, by the time we were eight and seven, my mom was like desperately trying to be like, yeah, come on, put more ornaments on the tree. And then we would just do the worst job and be like, fudge, fudge. Like if is the fudge ready? And they're like, and you'd be like, uh, soon. How about you take, you know how you put all the ornaments in the same spot? Maybe spread those around. And we're like, we will after fudge. <laughs> so, so we just didn't. We She like oversold the fun of that day to the point that we totally forgot about the hanging ornaments and entirely focused on the fudge. That was great. It depends. It you know, Christmas changes over the years. Now it kind of means nothing. As a kid, it was such a magical thing. Uh, when I was really little, mom would make ging a gingerbread house every year. Yeah, Nothing too crazy, but just a, a a gingerbread house on the counter. But I always remembered how it would look pretty and we would all want to eat it. I would want to eat it. Mm -hmm. And, but I couldn't because it's the gingerbread house. And I, even five-year-old me was like, okay, well I'll wait. And then they too came around, was, wasn't looking as tasty. And then yeah. by day three, the flies had sort of gotten to it. And it was like, we're never going to eat this, are we? That was all a lie. That was just about looking at this motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck all of you. And that took a little Christmas spirit out of me that never came back. That That is so true. Like, that, when I used to I make gingerbread houses, like, I would often eat a bit of them at the end. Because it's like, what are you going to do? Save it? It's fun to make it. And then you're not making it aesthetically. Obviously, you put a door on there and you put windows on there because when you're pretending to be a giant destroying the town later, you want a little bit of aesthetic realism to it. And so then you lift the roof off and you have to eat it before it fully fortifies because gingerbread is like quickcrete in that it gets so so hard in open air so rapidly. You'll chip a tooth on a piece of gingerbread house uh. if it's been out for two days. Not even joking. Like you could, it gets that hard. And so gingerbread cookies, you're 100% right. It's a bullshit nonsense for adults thing to do they should make them out of sugar cookies and it should be tasty it's weird the things that uh that i'm i've been thinking about my childhood a lot lately um i remember being warned about poinsettias around christmas in uh fourth grade so i was not eight or nine years old and i remember specifically like i'm in that hallway i know where it is right now in the real world i know where that hallway is and they're like, oh, Kyle, my mom's te the teacher there. So she's like, Kyle, these are poinsettias. They're poisonous. That's why they're, it, remember, it sounds like poison, right? Poinsettia. I'm like, yeah, poison, poison. She's like, well, don't say it like that. <laughs> like, oh, they're spelled differently and they're, they're different. Anyway, poison. And still to this day, I treat poinsettias like they're made out of ricin. <laughs> <laughs> like they're made out of cyanide concentrate or some shit. You, I, I bet I could eat a poinsettia plant root and all right now and, and just have some bad breath or something. Like, they can't be that bad. Your, your mom scared are not you. poisonous in most cases. Eating the plant does not result. See, there you go. <laughs> literally not Dude, even Your poisonous. mom just wanted all the poinsettias to herself. It wasn't even hers. It was the school's poinsettia. Maybe she knew how I was, I was rowdy. I, I was in a lot of I'm trouble hungry. in fourth grade. Fourth grade was the year where I had a teacher who was you not having any own. of my... She yeah. was not liking me. My teacher thought I had behavioral issues and was constantly having having my, my, my dad was having to come up there all the time. Uh, my, my parents were always cursing about her at, at our house. Um, she was a real cunt. She was awful. She had she would. I'm sure I had done things, but she was selecting me out of the bunch and just messing with me for no reason. I remember one time my dad came up there. To, was like, well, what's the problem? What did he do? He flushed the toilet with his foot. It's like, have you been into what? that boy's bathroom, ma'am? Do you know how much piss? I remember he used the word piss. <laughs> you <laughs> much piss there is on the floors, the walls, and every part of that room. I, I relieved myself before I came in here. I, you know what I did? I flushed it with my foot. <laughs> yeah, everyone flushes those toilets with their foot. Because it's and, gross. You're going to touch that disgusting metal thing with little, with every little, disease known to man on it. That little tong that you have to yeah. click down. No. Uh, I it was stuff like that. It, was, it wasn't even little boy stuff. It was like, what are you doing? He flushed. Why am I here talking to you in an office? Don't you have work? Because I do. 
He flushed a toilet with his foot. Did he break it? Like, did he have shit on his foot? Because there was yeah. piss. Like, like, I don't get what the problem is. And it that was is lots a bullshit stuff like problem. That. that is nonsense. I remember one time uh, we were doing arts and crafts, and I took the glue and, like, rubbed it in my hands, and I was doing that, like, making a big ball of glue. The rubber cement? Yeah. Parents had to come. I had to have a whole parent-teacher thing. Every single kid in, like, second Everybody else was making their Christmas cards, and Kyle decided to make a ball of glue. It's like... Who were the Christmas cards for, Miss Evans? Santa. Kyle doesn't believe in Santa. <laughs> so, but he believes in rubber cement balls. <laughs> she goes, yes, he said that aloud. Really? Did he now? Yes. The other, Marcus was very upset. <laughs> yeah. Sorry that Kyle's a little too red-pilled for your second grade class. <laughs> it was fourth grade! We're nine. I knew there was no Santa. I figured it out in third, you know, like while we were writing those letters to Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, I was like, this is some more of that Christmas. Oh, dude, nine, shit. nine, ten years old is getting dangerously close to like bully territory for believing in Santa. Like, what nine, Maybe ten now. year old was. I don't know. My, my parents never let me believe in Santa. I like, just asked, like, like, Bro. is Santa real? And That's my mom was like, no. This. Damn. That's when did you why. find out? When did you oh, find immediately. out? Immediately. Yeah. Dude, no. Never, never had a, a Santa. My parents never did right. the from Santa. That's Everything said from mom or from dad or from grandma or grandpa. All right. I don't I don't usually do this. That was a mistake that your parents made. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm gonna text him. <laughs> we all make them in life, but this is one of the ones. Uh believing in Santa Claus, a magical being. With no financial restrictions or no restrictions on the whimsical nature of his gifts, he he might bring you a pony. Exactly. Oh my God! As long as you believe in that, when you stop believing in Santa Claus, you enter the real world. It's almost like that thing in the Bible when you become when you're like responsible for your actions. All of a sudden, it's different when you realize the gifts come for your parents. So don't ask for you know a house because they can't buy you one. You know, like. But you might ask that of Santa Claus and reasonably expect he might make that happen. When you ask Santa Claus for a proton pack, he's fucking Santa Claus. He can make you a proton pack. Daddy can't make no proton pack, though. We're fucked. When yeah. I finally figured it out, Christmas wasn't as fun. I, uh, I got a camera mm -hmm. for Christmas Eve. And then and you had to I go was, to jail. Then I had to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same year. There's no Santa Claus there either. Yeah. Well, I, I never... I pretty much never got in trouble for bad behavior stuff in school other than talking in class and uh, goofing around, but all innocent stuff. Like I remember in first grade, my best friend Alex and I would disrupt class all the time in a way that we didn't think was disruptive. We would just like talk in silly voices to each other in the class and the, the teacher who uh, thinking about this now is definitely dead. Mm -hmm. at this point because she was oh like, yeah yeah she most, of like, are, most of our hundred. most of our teachers are yeah, gone she, yeah they're, they're almost all dead and i remember her like having my mom for a parent teacher conference and my mom like coming home and telling me and being like uh mrs Smythe said that you were you and alex all the time are doing uh being loud and disruptive and doing like silly voices to each other and you can't do that anymore you can't do that that's not an appropriate way to be and i remember even then thinking like but like the teacher laughed like and the girls laughed and the other boys laughed like don't you see that like i've already learned this is how i get positive attention yeah like it, the the deed is done give me positive attention for something else or it's going to keep happening i think i really figured that out in maybe sixth grade um i know i remember i was ha i was having a lot of trouble then like i had seemed like i was, had like multiple bullies and it was like, why don't these people like me? And like everywhere schedules. I go, I got yeah, yeah, I got I got a lunch bully here. Her name's, I had a I had a girl lunch bully. It's like, oh fuck, yeah. There's not yeah. much. There's that's a hard thing to get out of. I, I had a girl lunch bully. She sat straight across from me because we had the signed seating at lunch in sixth grade, and it was oh, like, sucks. yeah. And I just remembered like the way I got Lamisha to stop fucking picking on me, and I don't mean just being like, fuck you, Kyle. I mean, like punching the shit out of me, like when I what wasn't looking, um, was doing Austin Powers impressions. She liked Dr. Evil. 
and uh just fucking she liked that and she never picked on me again after i did some dr evil shit and i was like okay if they're laughing too hard to hit me that's good <laughs> oh yeah dude that's that's that was so much of like school was like making people laugh and it's like all right i've found one way to make friends i'm gonna ride this until i die like yeah. <laughs> this is this, this is the this is the way i socialize and meet people i got some positive attention we're gonna keep doubling down on this in elementary school though especially it always felt like everyone had been explained what we're doing except for me because everyone seemed like they knew what they were doing and they're like walking in this direction like the flow of traffic figuratively speaking and i'm just sort of stumbling along like where, where are we all going why, why are y'all doing this i don't know was there a meeting that i missed it always felt like i'd missed the first five minutes of the movie wherever i went and, and, and then, i don't know yeah. if that was my add literally making me not not you know focus to the first the beginning of a class or the beginning of just lining the kids up to go somewhere maybe but like I, I remember often being very confused about what the fuck everybody's doing and why we're even doing this. Now, it just just all sorts of things. Like why are, why are we outside right now? I don't remember <laughs> why we're here. Are we? Doing Is it a fire thing? drill? What are we doing? <laughs> all the time, all the time. Just 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 not knowing what the fuck. Why am I on. home in the woods playing right now, Mom? <laughs> well, Taylor, it's nine eleven. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. Did I, you this just popped in something? my uh, it, they just called off the whole rest of the day. Everybody came and got picked up. Uh, I hear, man. Once it was like confirmed. Oh yeah, I that the like misbehaving made me think. One of my buddies in uh in high school, Luke, he it was quite the artist. I talked about this many years ago on the show a bit, uh, and he would do these little on on like note cards, these very detailed pictures of anthropomorphic penises, and so it would be like. Uh, the gentleman and it would be like a penis with like a real just I can't understate how well done these drawings were for like a 17 year old a 16 year old with like a, a Sherlock Holmes hat a pipe and like that level of realism with also veininess and and big balls and hair and he had like a whole playing deck of them because people would come to him and be like hey do one a Western penis. Do like a John Wayne penis. And he'd like come back at lunch the next day and be like, look, I did John Wayne penis. And we're like, that's so funny, Luke. Do uh, do uh, uh, do Principal Johnson as a penis. And then he would do stuff like that. And the same kid who was the poop bandit, who was selling a huge amount of uh, drugs at the time, for some reason offered to pay Luke for a couple of penis picks that he wanted like custom ones. And this all happened. And this guy, I guess did not take those penis picks home with them. He left them out and they were at school and a teacher found them and through a little bit of sleuthing discovered, like, like went around and was asking people like, who's doing all of these like really realistic penis photos. Here's an astronaut penis. Here's a farmer penis. Here's a, a, all these different kinds of penises. Very, very realistic. And eventually it came out that, you know, Luke is doing all these, you know, they kind of narrowed it down. Like who are the really good artists who could do this? Uh, and who are the guys in this group who would find this funny? It was the, this guy, Luke. Who could pull and it so, off? Who could pull this, this epic scam off, this scheme off? And so they made him they like called him into the office and i remember laughing over the weekend at him when he told us all this he had to like take all of those penis pictures and get them signed by his parents back at his house and so he, he had to take like like astronaut penis western penis <clears throat> and sherlock penis back to his house and he said that like his dad was like like asphyxiating laughing <laughs> like couldn't like couldn't stop laughing his dad was <laughs> like just dying and his mom had to be like luke stop drawing all these damn penises at school how many have you drawn for the teachers to be calling me and <laughs> it was like sam are you gonna get on to him or not and he's just <laughs> just incomprehensibly funny to his like dad. I, like of course of it was course. hilarious so it was li and it didn't and it didn't shut him down he was a freedom fighter he couldn't be stopped he continued doing have the you, penis pictures 
do you have you seen super bad do you know the scene from that with the penis yes yeah had me i was imagining that so it's it's so funny i i linked a bunch of the fucking cock drawings if you watch super bad in the credits at the end yeah. it's a montage of the cock drawings and they are so well done that it's obvious that they hired a professional artist and oh, yeah. had them make a lot of cock drawings that I, was like 2008 and so this would have coincided like that was what spurred yeah. his his hyper autistic penis drawings was seeing that and then immediately starting his own penis drawing it's hilarious yeah that was i loved super bad when great. it came out um i don't know what year that was but i I, I remember over the years the movie that I thought was the funniest movie in the world to me and how that changed over the years because there was a time when it was Austin Powers and there was a time when it was Borat. Uh, and um, There was a time for Borat. There was a time that when it was Jackass. I think it was Jackass 2, whichever one came out in 2003 or 4 because we drove mm -hmm. straight from high school mm -hmm, to the two. theater and we're just... my. I remember it was sold out, but they sold my buddy a ticket anyway and he sat in the aisle. That's because there were four of us, and he was like, "Fuck it, I, what are we? Gonna, what am I gonna do? Like, not watch the movie with my friends? Yeah, I'll sit on the floor. He sat on the floor. I mean, for <laughs> you, you you graduated high school oh four, so you were like uh -huh. perfect age for Jackass. I was a little too young. I couldn't have like gone to theaters at that time. But I, you're right about that. I I remember the Borat funny phase, but even more strongly than Borat, I remember the jackass and jackass 2 being like just just incomprehensibly funny like just so silly so nonsensical so ridiculous uh i had never seen like and at the time like i perceived those guys as like adults even though they're like probably eight years older than me and at the time they were what 22 but i'm like i've never seen like adults behave this way probably 25 probably 25 yeah, you know like they started with cky did you ever watch any of that shit no, I never. Or Can't I, kill yourself. I, I, uh, I watched the like Jackass, like MTV shorts and like the episodes and all that. Oh, of CKY That's was when like it was their real. Yeah, CKY was their band, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Can't kill yourself is is what they they were is the videos of them hurting themselves and doing pranks before they got their MTV show. It was a it was a whole big group of guys, right? So they didn't they coalesced around Jackass, mm -hmm. but they were all doing several of them were doing different projects before then, but. uh CKY was a lot of fake pranks and a lot of setup stuff, but it it really illustrated what Jackass could be, mm. and uh, I think that's what got Jackass signed up on MTV, and then from there the movie and you know the best Jackass else. skits were <clears throat> were the ones that were so simple and stupid and like they they like they were the ones like I've mentioned it the penny farthing one when Ryan Dunn rest in peace when he like intentionally crashes that penny farthing and falls from like 11 feet with no helmet onto his head on concrete. That was like, dangerous. Is that Ryan Dunn? That was Ryan Dunn. Yeah. It was like, good God. Like that, that is the kind of like, that's so stupid. It's when I realized that like my tier of idea could be done. Like that's the kind of retardation I would have thought at 15. It's like, put someone on a silly old time bike and run it into a stanchion in the middle of a highway or whatever the fuck. I made my own jackass video in 2002, I think. Um, and then we fucked up by touching the magnetic tape and deleted it all. <laughs> I was being, I didn't know you couldn't touch it. Uh, and it ruined the fucking tape. But my friend had a bicycle that had been turned into a chopper. Like, mm -hmm. basically they had turned a bicycle into something you couldn't really ride normally because the front forks were an extra three feet long. Like, so mm -hmm. long. And I took that thing down my dad's hill and it is not at not the paved side. <laughs> <laughs> just so, down, the, down the grass. Yeah. Um, and just uh, jumped into bushes and electrocuted myself. Um, we tied me to a computer chair and rolled it down a driveway, like a, a real driveway. Um, what else we do? Bunch of other shit, you know, bunch, bunch of, did you ever play chicken shit. with your friends, like on bikes? Where you rode it? No, each so you got to you got to keep in mind that I I never owned a bicycle really. Oh, okay. I, I I would get one occasionally for Christmas and then it would rust in the yard and we threw it away because I didn't have where to ride it. We, there's no asphalt near where I like yeah lived. You know, Me and my brother asphalt. fucked each other up bad playing chicken once at like the uh, at the time we lived in this house and then the cul de sac near the house was like way down this hill like 
you know, eighth of a mile, just a real steep hill down though. And then the cul-de-sac and we'd been fighting about something all day, just some stupid nonsense that brothers fight about. And like, we were doing like bike tag at first, which was just like either cowboys and Indians or cops and robbers were like, you're like riding and like you're trying to tag the other person while you're on the bike. And then we decided to start playing chicken and like riding at each other. And it like started out where like we were, but by the time we were like 12 feet from each other, we were turning away. Then it got to be 10 feet and then it was six feet. And then like we were talking a little shit and we started like, I remember in my head having one of those like clear thoughts at eight <laughs> years old or whatever I was where I'm like, I will not turn away. I will not. This is the time I'm, I will barrel into him if need be. And he must have had that exact same thought on that run. He had it the whole time. <laughs> he must have, because we got going decently quick. And then like you get you get to like collision zone and like your body overtakes it and you start to turn but it's too late we he turned left i turned right like into each other and we like body checked slammed into one another we both got like all cut up on each other's bikes and it was the most like demoralizing walk back up to the house where we were like oh you turned (laughs) you turned are you you okay and he's like yeah are you okay and i'm like yeah it's like uh, don't tell mom you're getting up to a pretty serious combined speed yeah yeah we knocked each other's heads off like the helmet like we're wearing helmets but like oh yeah that's good because no elbow pads everything else is all skint up it's no trouble at all to be going 10 miles per hour on a bike and then combining that to 20 collision speed is pretty rough oh yeah and you don't think about that as a kid obviously because you're retarded and yeah just all skinned up never played chicken again I everybody I didn't have anybody to play with, so all of my uh hijinks were solo, you know, things that I could <laughs> so there do was no me. way to spread the blame for you. No, it was always me. I I, I got I it was always me. Um like if something happened, it was something if, if there's a fire and like there's a patch of the yard that's black now, there was no questioning. Oh, it was you. Who, yeah. Who did it? Do I remember I, accident, I accidentally it. that guy Alex, who I, we used to joke around with in first grade when my, my elementary school buddies, we I was the biggest kid in elementary school, like of our little friend group. And so I would like in our yard, I would grab them by the arms after school and they'd be like, spin me. And I would like spin like I was like Mario throwing Bowser. And I got pretty competent at it to the point that like originally I was doing that thing where I'm like walking like short steps to try and stay in the middle. By the end, I'm like digging a hole in the yard with my heels. Cause I'm like, Jesus, boom, boom, boy, really swinging. And, uh, my buddy, I, I, I did this to my brother. And then I like, I wouldn't throw them full speed. I'd like slow down a bit. And like, it's like soft grass everywhere. So like the, the landing wasn't going to hurt anyone. And then I did it to my buddy, Alex. And I wanted to see like how fast I could spin him. And I, I believe I just, I pulled one of his arms out of socket and so then we had to like go back up to the house and be like, oh, Alex is a little hurt, but it's not even a big deal. <laughs> and like, and of course, but I would always like, I'd send my brother up to be the messenger, dilute, dilute. And then they come down there and they start like talking to me about it. And I'm like, we're all playing a game and who's to even say who was spinning <laughs> We're spinning like, each other. We all take turns. Yeah, we're, we're spinning each other. And they're like, really? He spun and, me, and then I spun him. Yeah, we, he spun me, and I spun him, and we're having a good time. And it's like, really, Taylor? Because it seems like you're the only one spinning. And I'm like, it's because I'm the, I'm the heaviest. I would spin, too, if someone could spin me. I'm not doing it to hurt Alex. Alex, I'm sorry about your arm. And then, <laughs> then he, he just popped right back in. It was fine. We My didn't cousin play that and I, like, I would get these, You get these ideas in your head as a kid, and you don't. As an adult, I, I come to a conclusion about a thing. Let's say, like, ah, I don't like that person, but I'll revisit it a lot, and and that can change, and it'll change maybe. But mm-hmm. as a kid, it doesn't work that way. You just sort of get these ideas in your head, and like, like me and my cousin are at his house, his shitty fucking house, and we're, it, it's awful over there. I hate going over there. He's got a shitty house, and uh, it, the the only cool thing is he's got a couple porno mags and a lot of weapons, and so we're in there with the porno mags and the weapons, and. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> the only cool and, stuff. And uh, it's it's, it's it, uh, maybe that's when I learned that women, some women have really ugly pussies because I was just like, why did they even take a picture of this thing? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and uh, and he's got like a, a, a what do you call it? A, a flapjack or something? It's basically it's like a little thing to hit somebody in the head with in a movie. Oh, like a one of those jack. little yeah. a blackjack. Yeah. It's uh, it's like leather and a springy mm -hmm. handle with like a big lead weight on the end, and uh, he called it an inward knocker. He's like, it, this is my inward knocker, and I was like, ah, okay. Do you do you do that a lot? No. Nope. <laughs> do you like, do that a lot? And he's got like knives and stabbing weapons. He's like the fucking Terminator, which you haven't seen. And and uh, we decided to go on like a fucking secret mission. So we we arm ourselves and yeah. we start walking around. And there's this old factory, I'll call it. But what it really is, is just a really big metal building where they used to do, I don't know, some sort of fabrication way back behind his house through this field. And we're in there fucking around because it's abandoned, breaking shit. Mm. And I get the fire extinguisher and I'm spraying it in the air. And now the air has become too difficult to breathe because <laughs> we just filled a room with it. Finally get out of there and we steal a bunch of... It later turned out it was like paint thinner. It was meant to be added mm. to dyes, and those dyes were used to dye machinery or something, yeah. something like that. And uh, we sprayed this paint thinner on the road in front of his house and then lit it on fire. And <laughs> it was flammable in a way that was difficult to put out, really <laughs> difficult to put out. Like his dad comes road? out with it on the road and car, a car has stopped because there's an inferno in the road in front of them. <laughs> and we're standing there watching it. And his dad's outside with a big piece of wood, plywood. And he like flops it down over the fire. I can still see it. And it's like, ah, it went right out. When he picks it up, the fire goes, it comes back alive like a video game or some shit. And he beat the shit out of Scott over that. And I just skated <laughs> Scott through. My dad pulls up to pick me up and was like, bye. <laughs> we're, we're driving away and they're putting the inferno out behind me yeah dad you won't like, you won't believe what scott did today <laughs> exactly not and me i tried to stop was me the whole thing was my idea it was <laughs> from beginning to end but you know i made my cousin's house fun i guess because it normally wasn't you did what you had to do you got to do what you got to do honorable no one was hurt that's good no i think that's uh that's a pkn folks Woody will be back next week. Maybe.